Oh, hey, Internet, didn't see you over there. <laughs> I was just practicing my licks, you know, um, for my next big stage show. You all know me, uh, Damian Wilkins, uh, doctor, humanitarian, former three-time WWF heavyweight champion. People ask me all the time, really. What, what do I, what do I do to keep up such, such a high productive level of talent and constantly put out such great hits? <laughs> um, I would say to start, don't make it a politically charged concept album because that just won't work. <laughs> and that's us. Uh, send your feedback to dropdcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Because that's about as good as it's going to get, people. Oh no, there's going to be a song that we that we argue about. I, 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 I don't know. I can get. A, I can give you another little bit tasty lick here if you'd like. Yeah, let, let's let's do it before we start. Little a little lick. My guitar's away. We could we could duet on the next one, but actually, this is this is going to show how horrible I am as a guitar player right now because my bass is not within reach. I am trying to learn the Mega Man stage music. Okay. <laughs> That kind of thing. Nice. But, All right. Uh, <laughs> and that is, and that was on my shooting guitar. My uh, uh, my my washburn is also quite far away. It, it would sound bad on the actual. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway. You know what's good for bass playing? Eating fried chicken first. Sure. Get your fingers nice and greasy, so you can you know, and lots of rings apparently also works. But I haven't <laughs> tried that. <yet. laughs> This is Drop D. I'm Damien. This I'm is Desmond. Desmond. Yes, hello. <laughs> a former intercontinental champion himself. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's let's right. not. Let's not <laughs> Defended against Tito Santana in those classics. <laughs> Tito Santana. Oh, I haven't thought about him in probably 20 years. No one's thought about him in 20 years. Tito Santana, about Tito Santana in 20 years. He's just walking around. Walgreens right now. He doesn't even know who he is. He was uh, tag team partners for a short time with Rick Martel. Rick Martel, the model. Yes, he's a, he's that's a great right. man. I forgot about uh, that. And a Canadian. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's not shocking. I think, what, 80% of uh, professional wrestlers are from Canada and Samoa? Uh, the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just called it Canadia. I just went. I just went right by it. It was not intentional, but uh, but I just went right by it. Yeah, you know. Okay, here we are. So, so we're covering this thing. Year zero, <laughs> year zero. Released like two years after the last record, a tour de force of uh, in- industrial EDM mix- mixing. And we have, as Damien put it, a, uh, a political uh, near future concept album, uh, which was also released in conjunction with uh, a game, an alternate reality game of some kind. Mm. Uh, did you ever play it? Uh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's the thing, and, and it's not it's not because I wouldn't. Um, if I were like the thing with alternate reality games, and, and, and I learned it the hard way because I was a fan of the Lost. Okay, they don't mean shit. <laughs> they never lead. The same thing with um, when that movie Cloverfield came out, and it had a huge like um, alternate reality game thing behind it, and there was a whole lot of like fake websites and information. And then the movie came out, none of it was referenced ever. Yeah, and felt like I really wasted my time. Um, and I didn't hate the movie, but it's like, there was like a whole kind of like subplot that was never touched upon, and it just felt like, it, it felt like wankery and time-wasting. Yeah. Um, kind of thing with most of them, honestly. It, when you agree to become part of an alternate reality game, you were basically saying, I want a lot of marketing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I want to work really hard to be advertised to, and I, <laughs> I don't need to do that, you know? Uh, all right. I, I, I did like the, the uh, concept he came up with, though, for the album where you know, the CD changed colors. Oh. Um, it was like a um, – apparently it was like a black CD, but when heated – and why the fuck would you heat your CD? Well, it would heat while playing it. I, I guess, yeah. Um, it's not like some Metal Gear thing where you have to heat <laughs> put it the in key. The, put it in the microwave. <laughs> 
<laughs> Kids, <laughs> don't do as it. Someone that has put a CD in a microwave, don't do it. <laughs> Although it might make Year f- Zero sound better. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, that CD was poisoned to open up and say "ah," so I don't feel that bad. <laughs> fair enough. I don't. Know, I don't think I ever mentioned it. My uncle used to scare the shit out of me with that, with the album cover to that, because there were two versions. There was the censored one, and then there was the uncensored one with the tongue for the monster. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. used to <clears throat> traumatize the fuck out of me. <laughs> uncle, uncle Ray was a, was an interesting character. <laughs> he always used to go uh... sleeping wrong. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> it's just a lay down thing, isn't it? And then he would sip his beer and just you know. <laughs> I think I like Uncle Ray. <laughs> Uncle Ray? Oh, Uncle Ray tried to get into Canada once, okay? <laughs> and, and the Border Patrol asked him the one question, Are you, Sir, do you have any deadly weapons with you? So do you know what he did? He oh, held up no. his fist and said, Only these. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I love Apparently, Uncle Ray, but he does not have the best judgment. <laughs> Apparently, Uncle Ray... The, the, the uh, mounted Canadian police did not find that humorous. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> and Uncle he was detained Ray. and never got into the country. God bless but, um, you, sir. Uh, Uncle Ray is a source of many references on um, on, on the Tranquil Tyrants because <laughs> of the weird, but yet still somehow relevant life advice he gave me in my youth. <laughs> He would always, he would always be that guy. He would always be that uncle that would sit with you on the porch, and he would just say something that sounded kind of like really you know profound, but you didn't actually know what he was talking about at the end of it. Like he'd just sit next to you and be like, "Look, you can't go swimming if you're already in the pool." And then he would just walk away and go, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" Awesome. He, 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 but he was he, he he claimed to be a roadie for poison at one point. Wow! Um, and, and he also once was quoted as saying his favorite brand of beer was open. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uncle, Ray, Uncle Ray was a, was a great. He might still be a great man. I don't know where he is now, but uh, he, he is a he is a legend in dive bars across the nation. Nice. Well, um, you might uh, say that he has hyperpower. We have to go kicking and screaming into this thing. That's probably the best way. We, can do it. <laughs> we need to get it over with, dude. <laughs> Which is why I'm talking about my uncle Ray because this is probably going to be a short episode. Or not. Uh, yes. Okay, let's just do it. To be fair, a yes. better opener than the last album. Oh, absolutely. It's you know, it's a minute and a half, nice and short. Uh, it's yeah. insanely heavy. Josh Freese on drums. Of course, <laughs> he wasn't anywhere to anywhere to be found on the last record. Uh, very apocalyptic, muffled crowd screaming noises, screechy guitar, chugging riffs. Did I say that already? Uh, no, let's sing again. Yeah, there's no direction, but it uh, doesn't need to be. And my last note says immediately heavier than anything on with teeth. Yeah, I, um, I, I gave it a one. <laughs> I, I I did too. All right. Um. It's. I feel like it's tricking me. <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> it is. Because I'm like, I'm like, no, this is going to be fine, you know. This, you know, maybe this is going to be a kind of a return to form. Because I, because I went through with teeth and I listened to it. And again, we're going completely blind from this point forward. Okay. Um, I don't think I've, in terms of what we've listened to casually, I've never heard anything beyond Year Zero. Okay. Yeah. And, outside and- of that one new single. This one is, uh, I think, uh, the first major release from Nine Inch Nails that I did not buy in physical form. I did, however, buy it on iTunes and regretted it ever since. I believe it may have been my first ever iTunes purchase, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fun fact. Yeah. um, But yeah, so I went into this, I'm like, yeah, okay, this will be fine. Um New concept album, I'm sure, sure. I mean, he had a good concept album that I really liked before, so I'm sure this was going to be, you know, all just gravy. Uh, it's not gravy. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Um, let's enjoy while it lasts. Sure. Oh, it's almost over. Look at that. The beginning yeah. of the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame this track has such a cliche title because I actually like the song. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, yeah. It's kind of flat. Right? Yeah. Doesn't change much, but I, I like the I like the robotic pounding. And then there's like yeah. synthy shrieks and stuff. I like it. Yeah, it it it's definitely 
it's you know we, we talked in the previous episode about how there's a formula to a nine inch nail song and stuff uh-huh. and this is definitely that formula you don't know how welcome that is in this album yeah until you oh get yeah the rest of it yeah um so it's it's kind of comfort food you know and it's in a good place because it's if this was like track nine or something you'd probably be like i don't need this shit right now yeah, yeah. but you know, after Hyperpower, which kind of gets you hyped up, you're like, fine, cool, Nine Inch Nails album, let's do this. And it, it still kind of keeps that up for, for the uh, time being. I yeah. Point as well. the, the first couple tracks really build a soundscape that is completely betrayed by the rest of the album. But we'll get there again. Okay. Sur- survivalism. The, fir- the first single? Maybe the only single from the album? Uh, I think there were two singles. Were there two it was singles? this and uh, um, I could not tell you the other one. Okay. <laughs> I, do, I, do not, I do not have Wikipedia open with me like I should, like a good journalist. All right. But um, <laughs> let's see. Year zero. This is Halo 20, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got to do that. Yeah. Oh, God. Capital G. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> that was the other. Okay, this is the. This is okay. This is the singles. <laughs> this is one of the weakest Nine Nails singles. That so, chorus is goddamn terrible. So, oh, so we're talking about survivalism again. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, the vocals are really weird. Um, I, I'm trying to think of the rapper who has uh, like the phrasing like Reznor does in this song. I know you're talking about too. Yeah, um, I was. I, I I literally yeah. spent an hour with my eyes closed trying to figure out who it was. Yeah, it's like that. It's like holy shit. Um, I found that kind of interesting actually, but uh, it's weird. Um, the rest of the song sounds like Marilyn Manson. Kinda. And, and, you know, I guess Manson made a career ripping off Reznor, so I guess it goes both ways. Uh, the, the, the rest of the song is really just kind of a clusterfuck. But Marilyn Manson at his worst has emotion. Yeah. I, I think, and this is like, it should say something that this was one of the singles. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Um, I, I, I like the, I like the verse enough, I guess. Um, even though it does have that weird kind of boppiness to it, yeah. but um, that chorus is just no. Yeah, a whole lot of no. Go yeah, on there. Yeah, very true. I, I, I give it a half. Yeah, I give it a half too. Like we're perfect agreement so far. Okay. Okay. The good soldier. Um, the, it's a bit of a toe tapper. Yeah, a little bit. Like my my notes say that this mu- the music could be an outcast slow jam backing track. Sure. <laughs> it just it doesn't feel like Nine Inch Nails to me. Toe tapper, by the way. God, I do. Toe, sound you old. are an old white man. Look at you. It's a it's a knee slapper. <laughs> um, no, that, that would be a joke. Wouldn't yeah, it? it would be. Um, although although it might apply. Um, uh, we are getting dangerously close to white man rap here. Yeah. I'm not quite sure See, how I, comfortable I, was, I am with it. It's got such a nice groove to it, though, and I and I actually looked this <laughs> and, up to and see you if can I can dance play to it. Bass. <laughs> well, you can play bass to it. Sure. Um, so, and I looked up the bass line, and, it's a, and I was like, oh, all right, this is actually really cool. Okay. Um, so I can ignore any kind of vocal uh, misgivings it has okay. just because of that. Um, so, and, and I do, and I do kind of like that part where it does kind of drop a little bit and go kind of that slow jam territory. Yeah. Cause it's unexpected. Okay. Um, again, it's really not a nine inch nail song. Um, I can welcome that departure when it's framed correctly. Sure. Um, and, and while we're still in the good vibes portion of this album, I can, I can take it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's one real diversion I appreciate on this album, and this one is not it. So I, I, okay. gi- I give it a zero. I'll give it a point. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. All right. There we go. Uh, track number five is Vessel. With I, I guess about as close as he's ever come to dubstep. Or is this is this like a, a, a precursor to dubstep maybe? Uh, by the time this out, I think dubstep existed. Okay. Um, 
This came out in 07, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I certainly was not aware of dubstep at the time. But dubstep, that, well, that dubstep doesn't did, say much, yeah. <laughs> well, dubstep didn't become... What did... I'd say probably actually 2010, 2011 was when that stuff really started to get, you know, kind of annoyingly popular. Yeah. Um, and where I would search for songs and, and if I wanted to like hear like a cool remix song, I would hear nothing but dubstep remixes and it got really annoying. Or but that's another issue. Or if you, uh, go to the bars in the town that I live in, it got popular this summer. <laughs> all of a sudden. Thank- all of a sudden. the only. The only reason I ever have to go into a bar is if I'm chasing someone. There you go. <laughs> and that doesn't come up as often as you think, so it's, I'm all right. All right. Uh, actually, that's not true. I, that's, that's not true. I used to actually, when I lived in Maryland, I used to appreciate going to a bar with a friend who could play guitar much better than I will ever play. And he, if he needed like a vocalist or something, I could help him with that. Cool. Um, and it was like kind of fun open mic night stuff. But outside of that, you're not going to catch me is like this i will be as every old white guy stereotype you want <laughs> i will never be that guy in the bar so i at least have that going for me uh, so yeah <laughs> but as for this song it, it takes a couple listens i think okay um it takes a couple listens for you to realize he is really trying hard to recapture close uh, closer oh okay oh okay it, huh it's that, not bad. It's not bad, but holy fuck, has he lost his ability to write lyrics? <laughs> yeah, the lyrics are awful. It's. Oh. I'm choking on my words right now. Is that's how bad it is? <laughs> like. <laughs> <sighs> it's it's like one step into like. I can get if you want to just experiment. When you're making a concept album, maybe your mind should be more on the cohesion of that concept and how it runs together and how yeah. it fits more than experimentation. Yeah. Because if I'm listening to a concept album, it should feel like the soundtrack to a movie that doesn't exist. Sure. Sure. Uh, that's how I judge my concept albums. The Fragile is absolutely that. Yeah, and that's yeah. part of the reason why so many of those songs are used in movie trailers. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You can't do that with any of these, nor does it feel like there is any kind of story being told to you. You know? Uh, oh, man. There's something I'm missing with that. No. Okay. Oh, I don't oh you were laughing. I don't know if there was like some movie that actually used one of these songs. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just laughing because of how true it is. And just like right, in general, yeah. this album. Yeah. No, I'm I'm laughing because you're saying exactly what's inside my head. I'm not laughing because you're missing anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought I might be laughing because you made might have saw, seen a shitty movie trailer that had fucking capital G or something. <laughs> we'll get <No>. there. Okay, <laughs> well, we will, and we might stay there for a while. <laughs> Track number six. Uh, I, I guess that's a zero for for you too. I give. I give. I, I am really nice. I give it a half. Oh, okay. All right. It's a, it's a zero for me. Okay. Which gives us to, uh, track six, which is titled, Me, I'm Not. And I'm not in enjoyment of this song. <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's low key, doesn't really go anywhere, cold and robotic, like a lot of this record, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to be five minutes long, probably. Okay, we're going to have another behind-the-scenes kind of moment here. Okay. When we were preparing to do this recording, yes. I had a certain issue. I Because th- we're, cause, to reveal, we're doing two episodes in one sitting here. Yeah. I, I th- could only do one because, and I told you this in email... <laughs> I don't know what to say about this album. <laughs> I listened to it four times and I don't remember any of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this track, uh, and we're at track six of 16. Yes. Yes. Starts this lull of if 
the track changed while I had it on the background. I didn't notice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. There's a lot of that on this record. I will say for this one, because I did go back and listen, and I made sure I had something to say about all these songs. Okay. <laughs> Kicking and screaming I did. Because I'm a professional. <laughs> You don't you, you don't become a three time former WWF champion without having some. <laughs> yes, very true. But if this were a better song, it would have been on the fragile. Yes, sure. Sure, okay, I can buy that. This sounds like something where he was making the fragile, and then went. This is not to my standard. I am going to filter myself. Yeah, I put this, which aside. is not the luxury he has anymore. No. Uh, clearly, and, and go. I don't want that. Yeah. And instead, it's just here. And this, you're going to hear a, a lot of me saying, "This is a lull. This is boring. This is indistinguishable. It's unfocused. It's wankery." Yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah. Uh, uh, almost the entire album is is that, right? But yeah. Uh, did you hear the funny story about uh, him being accused of sound of ripping off KMFDM with this song? No, I did not. I, I guess uh, his his forum is called the Spiral. Okay. So this guy named How Ruck uh, posted, "Play me, I'm not." Then play uh, track three, "You're No Good" from KF, KMFDM. Exact same baseline and sounds the same. It's KMFDM revamped. Nothing new, kind of. Again, it's stolen from KMFDM, but KMFDM's version is better. You're no good. Trent Reznor replied to him on the, on, on the forum. He so, seems like the kind of guy that would read every post. Yeah. So this is his reply. Oh, God. You, go fuck yourself now. The day I steal something from KMFD fucking M is a sad fucking day indeed. Call up Sasha and have him sue me if you feel that strongly about it. Meanwhile, let everyone have some goddamn fun without you pissing on the parade. <laughs> Trent Reznor is the fun police now? <laughs> yes, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I, don't I, see, I, don't, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of fun going on in that forum. Just, I, I, like, it doesn't seem like it would be. <laughs> I yeah. mean, unless they're talking about, you know, how much they like Downward Spiral and the Fragile or something. Like, like, like John Burns Forum or something. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just... <sighs> uh, all right. <laughs> I give a zero. I like KMFDM. I don't know why all these musical acts hate each other so much. Yeah, I mean, they all, they all sprung up at the same time, and yeah. Yeah, I guess. Like, but you ever notice, like... I, 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 I guess it's mostly like a macho rock thing, but if any like rock band is ever mentioned in the same breath as another that may be somewhat similar in theme, they all hate each other. Yeah, yeah. No matter who they are. <laughs> it's like, you know, you talk to a guy from Dawkins and you're like, oh, you <laughs> might sound somewhat like Striper, and he's like, fuck those guys. I mean, it's Striper, so of course, fuck those guys. Sure, but sure. I'm, just, I'm just saying. But also, it's Dawkins. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Dawkins. You know, heavy metal bumblebees. I mean, I'd be pissed at Striper, too, but... <laughs> Uh, Striper yes. with a Y, <laughs> or is that? Or no, was that Jackal with a Y? Uh, both, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good times. Uh, so I give that a zero. Absolutely. I okay. Give it a zero. So the next song is Michael Jackson's "The Way You Make Me Feel." S- stealing my notes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it totally, totally hijacks that groove. One hundred percent. This is this is the aforementioned gonna... several times. Capital G. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst Nine Inch Nails song ever written. Okay. So much to the point that I feel the need. I was actually I originally gave me I'm not a, a half. Because I didn't hate it, but I felt the need to give that song a zero because it's the closest thing I could do to giving this song two zeros. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> he does some kind of 
accent? Like a Cockney rap or something. <laughs> Is it Cockney? It sounded sort of Cockney at times. As a wannabe British person, I have often said, mainly to impress other British people, that Cockney is like cancer of the speech. (laughs) And Trevor Reznor, clearly, he fixed whatever put him in the bad day when he wrote Every Day is Exactly the Same, (laughs) but had too good of a day. He had the kind of day that Bill Murray wanted to relive in Groundhog Day, <laughs> where he was going, why can't I have that day over and over? And he got a little bit too big for his britches and was like, I'm going to do Cockney because I'm Trent fucking Reznor and I can do no wrong. Sure. <laughs> this is 100% white guy rap, though. Hold on, white guy rap. I feel like calling this white... I feel like mentioning this in the same breath as Snow's Informer is an insult to Snow. Damien? I hate this song with the fire of a thousand suns. Oh, man. The only yeah, hijack, hijacking my shit. <laughs> the, only song, the only song that we've covered that I hate more... That isn't on Chinese democracy. Yet. Oh, <laughs> my my yeah. world, got to be my world. Was my. <laughs> <laughs> and if given the choice between listening to this, or listening to my world, <laughs> Damien, <laughs> I would castrate myself and bleed out until I died. <laughs> Damien, yes, I gave this one a half mark. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. This is. I'm going to hear you out, but this might end with me saying we can't be friends anymore. (laughs) Beyond the first few tracks, there are two songs to me that stand out on this record. Uh, This one is one of them. It doesn't stand out for a necessarily positive quality, but I gotta say, I like the chorus. Um. I kind of like how his voice is used percussively. I don't like his vocal delivery or his lyrics necessarily. Um, although I do love that he used the, t- the term personal accountability. That's amazing. Mm. What other rapper uses the words personal accountability? Come on. Uh, Common. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You're right. He might be right. I like the synth noise. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's it. That's about it. I, I give it a half mark. Because everything else in this record, for the most part, just pisses me off for how mediocre it is. This is at least something different, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean... If Damien's mad at me. <laughs> I'm mad at this song. <laughs> for existing. Like... <sighs> I just, I'm choking on my anger right now. It's like, oh. I, I can't get the words up. Oh, boy. All right. Just as a detox, we need to do some band names, because I'm, I'm, I'm too... Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm too, ang- I'm too angry about the... I'm just going to open them up here and just do a couple. We don't have a ton, um, because I haven't been keeping up on the list here. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. I think the last one we did, um, if I'm to remember the six months between episodes we've done... Uh, upper crust wing theory. I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I recall okay. that very clearly. All right, so going forward from there, these are all pretty wordy ones as well. For some reason, okay. and none, not, not, none of the simplistic ones anymore. The mental sex tentacles. The mental sex tentacles. Okay, yes. I like it. I like it. You know, straightforward punk punkish. Sure. The luscious coin. The luscious coins? <laughs> yes. Ew. Two words that just kind of go together. Yeah, they kind of do, but it doesn't doesn't give you a good image. <laughs> it gives you a gross image. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, like I, I don't know. Is a penny or something? I don't know. Is it a is it a girl fronted band? Because maybe then it'd be okay. Maybe, maybe. Okay. The garage based escort service. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Uh, animatronic dinosaur mutation. Sorry, I, I I missed the last word. The animatronic dinosaur mutilation. Mut- oh, mutilation! I like it. I li- it's something you I've really, often thought about doing. 
I mean, mutilation you can add to pretty much anything. Yeah, very true. Very true. Okay. Alright, impractical missile avoidance? <laughs> that sounds more like an album title for me. Yeah. But but I like it. Probably. I do like yeah. it, yes. Yeah. Probably, probably a, 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 pork, a pork soda follow-up. Could, could, be, could be the follow-up to pork soda, indeed. Okay. Uh, and then we got two other very special ones here. Alright, the, 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 okay, first one I'm not responsible for. This is actually a James one. Uh, this was like a trivia night band name, I think they did. Okay. The RuPaul Walker Texas Rangers. Oh man. Shut it down. That's pretty, pretty good one. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. <laughs> okay. okay. And last but not least, emergency roadside porn. <laughs> I was drinking water while you said that. I should know better. Okay, there's a story here. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> be, this is going to be a short episode, so why not? Uh, Maybe if we have another lull in one of the other Nine Inch Nails albums, I'll tell the story of the uh, what is known as the Jizz Corner Bandit. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's, that's, that's something that's, to look that's forward a, to. <laughs> that, that's a that's a funny work story. Um, this is also a funny work story. It's it's very brief though. Okay, <laughs> we've all worked with anyone that's worked in retail, especially has always worked with kind of a skeevy kind of guy. Oh yeah, restaurants especially I, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was working at a bookstore. Okay, and and I worked with this guy named Ted. Now everyone's now everyone has a Ted or they've known a Ted, where he is of. Unclear um, racial origin. Okay. Unclear age. Okay. <laughs> and really, you don't know you don't know anything about him, but he does have like a really weird, fucked up sense of humor. <laughs> if you talk to him for like more than five minutes, which most people don't, because he sure. just kind of skeeves everybody. <laughs> so I worked with this guy. And you know, I, you know, I worked in a back room for a long period of time. I was working at a bookstore, and it was um, he he liked to talk about porn. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. All right. <laughs> he talked. He liked to talk about his his favorite varieties, shape, size, color, whatever. And he was speaking to another person that worked in the back, and he was talking about how he had to really clear out his collection. <laughs> so, one has to think. How much porn? Physical porn, by the way. Yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't talking about clearing a hard drive. Uh, clearly, he was still in the VHS DVD era, and this was like in 2007. <laughs> where he needed to clear out his discs because of how much he had. Oh, boy. He may have kept Vivid in business for like... <laughs> <clears throat> So he's going like, I need to get rid of stuff. I'm like, I- I'm good. No, I'm good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and he wouldn't stop talking about it. He wanted to. He wanted to give me all of his porn. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going. And it's, at the time, I was engaged to be married. Okay. <laughs> like I'm engaged. I'm good. I don't need porn. A box Even of if I did, box I have a com- used porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, used porn. Even if it's even if it's not a good band name, used porn. Even even if it's gently used porn, which <laughs> somehow sounds worse, it does. <laughs> but I was like, I I no, because I, I you know I, I'm uh, I'm good. I, I don't really have a need for porn, and even if I did, I know how to use a fucking computer. Thank yes, you. Sure. But he wouldn't shove about it, so he gives. So I don't hear about it for a week or so. And the other guy who works in the back with me talks about this giant trash bag full of porn <laughs> that was apparently hoisted onto him. <laughs> so I, I, so he's so I'm like, okay, well at least he found somebody to you know give give his porn to, I guess. Oh no, <laughs> he comes back. Saying he has more he needs to get rid of. Oh my god. Apparently he had a truck because of course he drove a truck. Sure. <laughs> like a Dodge Charger or something. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's, a was, that's a car. That's a car. Okay. Well, he may have found a way to turn into a truck. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't look, I know sports, I don't know trucks. But um <sighs> The only thing would have been worse would be if it would be drove like a van or ice cream truck. Like yeah. that was the only Yeah, no doubt. And he might be and he might be driving one at this to this day. I don't know. Hit a real Clint Howard vibe that just never sat. <laughs> so, 
it's at the end of the day, and he is begging me to take his form. And I go, dude, there's a Burger King over there. Burger King parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) There's a dumpster. You can just throw the porn. You'll make somebody very happy. So it, it drops it. We don't talk about it. I get pricked into driving him home one day. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know how he did it. It's like kind of ninja. My car breaks down. As I'm driving him home, I go to check my car, my back, the back of my car, and he is hoisted upon me a trash bag full of porn. What? In my back seat, and I don't know how he got... <laughs> <laughs> this guy's kind of like a porn ninja. <laughs> Scary thought. <laughs> so I'm like, fine, I'll take your fucking porn. <laughs> Clearly you have been, you really, really wanted me to see this stuff, whatever it was. <laughs> and so, of course, now I'm taking it home, and as I'm driving home, because we, you know, we've, it was a tire or whatever. As I'm driving home, now my curiosity is getting the better of me. I'm going... He's got to be into some sick shit if he's trying this hard to get rid of it. <laughs> and I start taking over, and I call my fiance, and I'm just, you know, and like, it's one of those things, like, I need to know what this is. <laughs> like, does he have, like, some kind of faces of death stuff, or is he incriminating me in some kind of crime? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <sighs> I, I wish there was a better ending to the story, but he had he had a very specific type, and it was very generic stuff, but he had... A hefty collection that was swiftly disposed of. <laughs> uh, so, um, emergency roadside porn is where that came from because I remember nice. telling that story to quite a few people. Very nice. Um, <laughs> and, and, and of course, I always hear the same thing every time I tell people that story. Why haven't you written a book yet? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a good chapter. Be a really good chat. I could write a. I, I, I very much considered writing a, a a book about bad date stories, and or about uh, job experiences and weird things that have happened at, at work. But um, I, I figured that would be a good thing to put in this episode because sure. <laughs> I mean we're not a whole lot about this album from this point like on. It. It'll like be pretty it. fucking. Different. Yeah, but we're just side porn is a good band name, and if, if if I ever do make it, um, yeah, that'll probably be that'll be one of the many names I'll consider. Nice, nice. Well, should we rip through some songs? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Track eight, "My Violent Heart." Kind of like a spoken word thing until the chorus. I think it's awful. I think it uh, feels like a pretty hate machine demo that was tossed. Remember in the last episode when I was talking about how he grew up? Yeah, I know. He Why does My that. Violent Heart sound like the kind of song title you would write on your Trapper Keeper? Yes, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't even fit. Like, Capital G put me in such a bad mood after this. I didn't even hear the song, really. <laughs> Fair enough. And, it, and then I went back and listened to it. And I'm just like, ah, fuck you, dude. Really? Yeah, yeah I know. It does. It, it capital G does sort of taint everything else a little bit. A little bit. There's afterwards. only one song it does not completely fuck up for me. Yeah. Okay. I, I I feel like we have the same. I hope it's the same song anyway because uh, this one's a zero. Absolutely. And so is the next one. <laughs> the warning. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then it's not the same. It's not the same one though. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, I like the bass line. I like the twangy guitar, but. It feels like yeah. this one should be like a chiptune song or something to me. And that's kind of why I like it. Okay, all right. Because it does have that kind of... If he's going to do wankery, at least do some new wankery, and that is definitely this. Because um, it does have that twing to... My first couple of listens, I did neglect this one, and I, I it does have some life to it, I think. Okay. Um, so it's, I can't really articulate any better than that, because, fuck, there's a lot of shit going on now. But... And it's not, again, it's not one of those things where I'm going to go like, you know, when I'm sing back to years, I'm not going to ever listen back to years zero, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I gave it a point. Maybe I'm just being really generous because I'm about to just completely rip this one a new one. But, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. It, it, it's a zero for me. I mean, my, my other note says there are elements alike, but not I like, but not enough to say that I even like this song halfway, and I'll never listen to it again. So fair enough. Although I can say that about a lot of songs in this record. <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, let's just put it on the table right now. <laughs> I didn't want to do this at the beginning, although I considered it. I, like I considered my intro to literally just be like, "Hello, my name is Damian Wilkins, and the year zero is a blob." Yes, yes. <laughs> this is a terrible album. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's real bummer. <laughs> uh, God given, full on white guy rap. Yep. It doesn't have... If you are to make a list of things that you come to a Nine Inch Nails song for, um, you know, like weird noises, overlaid guitars and distortion, and maybe some layered vocals, some good drumming, some interesting bass, it has none of those things. Yeah, very true. <laughs> if, you were to, if you were to make a checklist, if, 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 if it is literally like grading... And you need these specific elements, and and if it just hits those elements, it passes. You have to bring out like the red pen for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, kind of, there's 16 songs in this album. You're telling me that he didn't cut things? Like, what? I, I, I'm interested to hear. Well, I'm not, but what he cut because he didn't think it was good enough. That's scary to me. It, it had to have been shit that ended up on Ghosts or something. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never listened to Ghosts, and I, this is not really make me want to listen to four more albums of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ghosts is just like soundscapes, anyway, right? Yeah, it's just noises um, and stuff. So it actually might be better. <laughs> yeah, but um, this, yeah, no, yeah, just yep, agreed, zero. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's at this point I start to wonder what the titles of these songs even mean. <laughs> Uh, I will say... Because none of these songs have identity at all. I will say Meet Your Master is a song I like. Okay. And I and it's the only song in this album that I really like, actually. Huh. I think it's interesting. I like the vocal delivery and the music. Uh, and, and I think there's some humanity in the synth. And I think the lyrics are good. And he even throws in haze. He's doing like a rock and roll thing. Mm. Where vocally he just throws in a hay, you know? Yeah. I like it. I like it. And there's even like, does that count as a guitar solo? What happens in this song? As close as we're going to get. <laughs> on this record, for sure. Yeah. So sonically, um, I, I like it. I will say this is, and I don't care if this is a spoiler, this is the last not zero I give. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's a really kind of dull verse, I think, that is saved by that chorus. Yeah, um, a pretty great chorus. It, it does feel like I heard a lot of these samples before, maybe as recent as Warning. Okay. Um, because it does have the kind of those same kind of video game shooter noises. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's alright. Okay. Yeah, it's not, it's, you're it's, a half mark then? I'm a half for okay. that one. Um, when it comes to us probably playing a song at the end of this, I'm not gonna fight you if you choose that. Okay. Um, cause I got nothing, like there is nothing else here that I'm going to fight for except maybe good soldier. Okay. Um, even then it's a, it's a really, I have no like emotion behind that fight. Okay. Fair <laughs> like enough. it's at the end, it's, it's the end of the, they live fight where they're just swinging to put the gas. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. I, I, I give it a full mark up next track 12, the greater good. Bullshit. <laughs> I like the bass line, but a bass line does not a good song make. Zero. It's a mess. Yeah. There's synth and there's xylophone noises. Here's my notes. Okay? Yeah. Sounds like he just jerked off inside of a synthesizer while rolling around on top of a Casio keyboard and occasionally giving cursory glances to a drum machine. Ooh, look at that. That's kind of erotic. <laughs> And the and the and the and the flowery prose I just gave you is ten times more interesting than this song. <laughs> this is masturbation. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, and it doesn't even go anywhere. So no, it's later. Uh, 
the Great Destroyer. Uh, I, I kind of like the guitar tone here. Um, with the name of the song, I sort of expected Mr. Self-Destruct or something, which is, which is not what you get. No. Um, it's basically, it's kind of a rock tune. It could be even be like a radio rock tune, but I mean, there are elements of it that sort of are okay. You know, like the guitar tone and stuff. The vocal delivery is okay, but it's not enough to give it even a half mark. Remember when I said I had to make a note for everything? I was kicking and screaming to make a note for everything. Yeah. Here's my five words about this song. Some sort of doken scream. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm a great destroyer! Like, no. No. Uh, it's going to do awesome. a cover of Dream Warriors next? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'd like that. I'd like to hear that. Uh, actually, okay. that'd probably be okay. I'm not going to okay. lie. But be okay. No, zero. Okay. Another version of the truth, which 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 actually has the Kronos Quartet appearing on it, mm. um, but uh, you know I can't say after the rest of this record that I'd be looking forward to the this album's instrumental. And uh, after listening to it, I'm I'm definitely not. Four minutes four minutes long on a track with on an album with sixteen tracks. This was not needed at all. <sighs> My, my no- we're at the point in this album we're just I'm just gonna read my notes verbatim for everything because sure. there's <laughs> this album is too damn long yep I remember nothing of this song and I listened to it four times yes yeah yeah there's very little that steps out from behind the wall of mediocrity <sighs> behind the wall of mediocrity is gonna be another one of my one, of, one other one of my books I think <laughs> alright <laughs> I'm glad I could contribute that yeah, no problem <laughs> Track 15 of 16, we're almost there. In this, in this twilight. Uh, my notes for this one say, I have nothing to say, I am bored. I have, I'm gonna give a grave insult to this song. Okay. You can almost literally feel the energy draining out of him. Oh yeah. It's too long Even for him. He sounds like he- <laughs> Even he sounds like he's tired of this album. <laughs> like he's in the recording studio going, I'm still fucking recording this? <laughs> this oh. almost sounds like a Savage Garden song. Oh, brutal. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. Snooze. I would rather listen to Shackler's Revenge again. <laughs> nice. Before I listen Good to pull. the last five fucking songs on this album. Good pull. Good pull. <laughs> Or uh, what is it of this world or in this world or whatever? Dude. Where he was fucking crooning? I don't know. I don't know. No, I, Lord of this world are not sort of. No, Lord of this together. world is a fucking Sabbath song. Lord of this world, is, yeah, it's a Sabbath song. I, yeah. Speaking of great fucking bass songs, by the way, NIB. Oh yeah, that's you like talk about one of the great bass songs. Yeah. You want to talk? You want to talk about a song you feel like a complete fucking badass playing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! It's like seven fucking minutes, and you never get tired of it. And Absolutely. like you feel like you've been through a goddamn war. When you... <laughs> One of my favorite songs. That's great. Absolutely. Great tune. Speaking of great tunes, are oh, we? And man, in my in my notes, I didn't even write the name of this song. Uh, I, zero I, sum. Yeah, zero sum. Yes, uh, because I was wanting to say at this point. I'm like, that's not the name of the song. Because my notes say, at this point in the record, you might think two minutes of a guy muffled whispering would be an improvement. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, thank you. This isn't even a song. No, it's not. You could have eliminated... Ten fucking songs? Yep, easily. Easily. At least. Certainly, and, and, certainly and would have gotten his, uh, his average up a little better. <laughs> and this, and this, and the six you wouldn't have been, you would have been left with, to be fair, wouldn't have blown your socks off anyway. No, absolutely not. Absolutely Those not. Those six songs still would have been the worst Nine Inch Nails record. Yep, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Damien, what's your tally? Yes. I have a 5.5 out of 16. Wow. I'm four. <laughs> I, 
I was more positive than you on one of the worst albums we did. Yes. Yes. I was, was too nice. Five point five. All right, that's written down. Wait, what, what, what did I? What was the Chinese democracy threshold where I'd have to give you fifty bucks? Was it like one? I think it was. I think it was a one. Yeah, I, don't, I think was it a two? A one or a two? Okay, we're still safe. But Jesus Christ! I'm trying to think. Hold on. I'll look really quickly. Okay. Oh, it's a, it's a one. It's one out of fourteen. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> and I think that was split between two songs. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you even. I don't think you actually. You noticed you accidentally did that Metallica there. Oh. <laughs> oh no! I do that all. That riff okay. has been stuck in my head for like ten years, fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's us. Uh, I wish I had that. I always get like the worst ninety song, like that. Uh, that song, your woman. <laughs> I could be your woman. <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that's in my head. I never like a really good like. You know. I don't even know that song, so I'm not worried about it getting uh, stuck in my head. Well, now you're gonna look it up. No, not gonna. What, I what am. Town you're- I am, however, gonna look up this email that I have that's been sitting in the email tray for over a year. So sorry, Mike. Uh, Mike sent us an email and he says, Hey guys, just listening to episode 5.3. I'm about the 41 minute mark. You're talking about films you can't recall the name of, but no scenes from. Well, an interesting story. I was working at Kroger late in, in, in late 1999. Back then they still had a video store type section. A couple came in, said they were looking for a movie, but didn't know the name. I said, tell me what you remember hearing about the film. They said, Morgan Freeman, Christian Slater, and a lot of water. (laughs) I made a beeline for hard rain. Looking back, I think it was kind of sad that I knew what I, what they were looking for. <laughs> I'm one of those people that made sure I knew all the popular films while working there, and apparently the unpopular ones, Mike. Three, three months after that, Kroger walled up that section and never had a video store again. Oh, well. <laughs> Loving the episode so far. Just getting ca- caught up on listening. In the beginning of 5.3, you mentioned you had been talking for two hours before then. What if there were drop D outtakes episodes? Just a thought. Keep up the excellent work. Thanks, Mike. No, no, there will never drop be a D drop episodes. D. <laughs> they are outtake drop episodes. <laughs> yeah, they're already outtake. <laughs> I, I get that sometimes with the tirades too. Like, I don't think people understand with like <laughs> podcast editing, you're not missing gold. No, no, you're, you're missing, missing ums some... and ahs and my kids in the background and my dog barking at chickens outside. Yeah, it's yeah. not exciting. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if the record button is hit and there's an ever anything like really cool it finds a way into episodes i, I usually put it as a I'll, I'll usually put it as a stinger at the end of the show or something if i have to sure but it, it yeah but um the video store thing i can relate with because i did work at a video store for a while and i it was the easiest job i ever had um the story of the jizz corner bandit that i alluded to does have to do with me working at a video store all right um so that's another bit of a preview for you but i always had to play that game where where people were like i'm looking for a movie uh, really what's it about uh. Okay, <laughs> who's in it? Oh, who's who's in it? Um, either Keith David or David Keith. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. And then I would usually give them a racer head. I, like that was my favorite thing to do. Just give you racer to people that didn't know better. Be like, oh, just try. Or if they were like, oh, we're just looking for a good a good uh date movie. Try this one. <laughs> eraser head. It's pretty good. Very nice. It was. It was. Uh, but yeah. Man, this was a bummer. Yes, it was. And uh, I can honestly say that I don't think I've ever even listened to our next record, which is The Slip. So you'll hear yeah. you'll hear it when we hear it <laughs> next Wait, time. Wait, we have this and has we have this and hesitation marks left and then we're done, right? That's right. Yeah, The Slip and hesitation marks right. and until there's a new 9 Inch Nails record. So there you go. Right. Un- until yeah. that time, my friends. Thank you for putting up with this episode. Good God, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, yeah. What are we playing? <laughs> oh, uh, what do you want to play? NIB by Black Sabbath. Um, <laughs> capital um, I think you really G. liked me. Meet... No, we're not, pl- <laughs> we're not playing Capital G. Um, uh, I, I, you really liked Meet Your Master, I think. Yeah, I did. Um, I really liked Good Soldier. Um, okay. You you want to do the. Um, Honor system, rock, paper, scissors? Sure, sounds good. One, two, okay. three, bam. All right. Three, go. Scissors. 
I didn't even finish. Let's try it again. Oh, like, wait, we, okay. we, we got to count out loud, man. Okay. Right. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Bang. Go. Paper. Scissors. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, what was it? Meet Your Master? Is that the one I liked? Uh, Meet Your Master was the one you liked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you remember the one you liked? Yes. <laughs> Fun little tip for you guys, by the way. This is an old white guy trick. Um, no, actually, this is a carny trick. Um, if you ever want to cheat at uh, rock, paper, scissors, uh, always start with paper. Uh, statistically, like 80% of people start with rock because they think it's cool. Ooh, all right. Yeah, so. Fair enough. Fun little fact for you guys. All right. little tip. At least you get something out of this episode. This yeah. is Meet Your Master from Nine Inch Nails from the regrettable year zero. We'll see you next time in episode 5.7 where we discuss The Slip. Get it? Because the album was like a year long and we gave it a bunch of zeros. Nah, uh. <laughs> WWF champion, Damien Wilkins, signing off. Intercontinental champion, Desmond Reddick, saying goodbye.